previously on Live at 605. Um, no, that's not my table, right? Uh, ew. <laughs> ew. I'm not going to a drink. Ew. <laughs> what is that? John Mallon. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto on the nation's birthday. Whoa, are we date and time doing this podcast? We are. This is July 1st, 2014, a.k.a. Canada Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're live at 6.05 as per usual. Now, before we get into anything, huge breaking news. You've heard it here first, folks. Jason Spezza, the captain of your Ottawa Senators, has been traded to the Dallas Stars. So I'm sure you haven't heard any of that news yet. This is breaking news live on 605. (laughs) Jason Spezza, the captain of your Ottawa Senators, has been traded to the Dallas Stars for three guys I don't remember their name and the draft pick. Was he really the captain? I feel like... yeah. Actually, I just tweeted. I thought I put a good tweet. I said, best of luck to Spezza. Always loved... Loved you in a Sens uniform, but I loved you even more when you had an A on your jersey. Oh, see? Accurate. Because I think if they kept him the assistant captain Mm -hmm. this this past year and made someone like Chris Neal or Chris uh, Phillips Phillips the captain, Mm -hmm. less pressure on the guy, Mm -hmm. then he's still playing with us. And you know what? I'll take it even one step further. And blame Alfredson, because if he didn't leave last year, he'd Mm -hmm. still be captain. Jason. No, how far did the Red Wings actually go? They played, I believe, four extra games, four more games than the Stars. I think they got swept in the first round. If not, they won one game, so they played five extra games. Ha <laughs> ha! So, I mean, why not stay here in Ottawa? But Seems like every Canada Day you give me ridiculous hockey news. Yeah, I think it was last Canada Day, uh, Alfredson decided to leave the Ottawa Senators to go to Detroit, and that is also the same day when we traded for Bobby Ryan, your guy. <laughs> Here's hoping Bobby Ryan does more this year, not injured. <laughs> I think so. I mean, whatever. At least July 1st, uh, halfway point of the baseball season, the Blue Jays are still in first place. They've been in first mm-hmm. place for almost 40 straight days. Ooh. So that's impressive. We're going to do this podcast and then watch some of the baseball game and then go see little baby Benjamin. Yes, but we got lots to get get into this week, as per usual. And if you want to talk more about Spezza later, we can. But I decided mm-hmm. we'd do the breaking news mm-hmm. and everything. So, as the co-host, I, do, I didn't even introduce the co-host. You don't have to. You don't anymore. have to do. Everyone knows who you are. Yeah. Everyone knows you got promoted to co-host. I got demoted from host to co-host. <laughs> yeah. And as the co-host, would you like to give out all the information about how people can find us and get involved? I'll give out my information. Please. I feel. Like, the Russian listeners these days have been adding me to Instagram and Twitter and such, so Russia, awesome. Russia's the new Winnipeg. Russia is new Winnipeg. As Rich. in, people from Winnipeg always went crazy and downloaded us. Now Russia. <laughs> Winnipeg people, thanks for all your support still, but Russia, I mean... It's taken over. Multiple. It's after all that Sochi talk we did. I thought you were going to say after all that socialism talk no. or Socialist talk um, or something. But if you want to get in contact with me, you can find me on yeah. Instagram... Uh, Twitter and Vine, it's Val Gomez with a Z, 23. Um, that's about it. <laughs> and if we go to your Vine, you will see a Vine of me and Pops Mallon swinging some golf balls. Oh, yeah. And, okay, so that's how we get in contact with you. How do you get in contact with me? 
you let John give you his details. You can go to Twitter, Vine, or Instagram and just search Malencamp, M-A-L-L-O-N-C-A-M-P, and you will see such great... If so, what do you pe- what do you want people more to go to feud? You want them to follow you on Twitter, Instagram, or Vine? Like, what do you prefer out of those? Probably three? Instagram. Um, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get back onto Twitter. If you notice, I check it now, mm-hmm. which is great. I usually check in at least once a week. Somehow, I still get followers even before I wasn't checking like mm-hmm. months and months on end. So yeah. now I'm trying to give the audience what they want. Okay. Yeah. I think if out of those three, you can only pick one for me. It would definitely be Twitter because I think I spend more time on it and I just have more I'm more creative on there I mean mm-hmm. vines I got some pretty good vines like the Toronto tourist who doesn't know how to use that, vine. that was a horrible vine I got my Instagram where I'm always posting good pictures like of uh, a Dairy Queen blizzard <laughs> with my caption every king needs a Dairy Queen <laughs> but my tweets are where it's at I got some really good tweets That's so Okay, and then what about us as a podcast? How do you find us? You can go on to Facebook and search live at 605. Yeah, or facebook.com slash live at 605. Mm-hmm. And then how about uh, if they don't have iTunes, how are they downloading this? You can go and find said podcast on podomatic.com. Slash, or live, live at 605. Sorry, live at 605.podomatic.com. Oh. Or you can go to podomatic.com and search live at 605. There you have it. And what else can they do there to help support the podcast? I'm not condoning this part. The PayPal account? <laughs> you, you, can also, you can say it. I'm still not condoning it. You can also hit the uh, PayPal account and help support the podcast because the more popular we get, the more bandwidth we use. And uh, we're just trying to help. We just want to keep uh, living the dream in, in Russia. <laughs> the best part of my day yesterday was literally texting John in the morning, being like, John, because I don't see the analytics. John checks them all the time. So I was like, John, do we have listeners in Russia? And then you're just like, yeah, we do. Mm. And I was like, yo, all these people from Russia just added me to Instagram. And it was funny because they didn't add John. No. <laughs> My guess is because people would rather be looking at you than looking at me. Like, <laughs> Put all my pictures of our shit we do. Yeah, and you have you have a better Instagram than I do, anyways. So thanks to everyone who's followed you on Instagram. Yes. Um. So hands up. This week was so crazy in the city. No. Yeah. Another crazy, crazy week. We just came off World Pride, which was which, awesome, which was amazing. Um, such a great energy in the city, but it was great amongst the other five other big events happening in Toronto. Oh my god! The city was not prepped for said events. Well, there could be like sixteen different bitch please moments this week. <laughs> Number one could have been the fact that the Toronto Transit system is the biggest piece of shit in the world <laughs> because what do they do? This isn't the bitch please moment. I, no, no, no. I, I, let you, well, let yeah. me just say this. You got World Pride going on. You got uh, Digital Dreams, huge music festival going on. You got a World big Cup. World Cup. Like, you got a baseball game. You oh. have the Chin Picnic was chin yesterday picnic. or Sunday. So you got thousands of people coming into the city from yeah. outside the city. And you got just thousands of people living in the city trying to totally. get around the city. So what does uh, the TTC decide to do this weekend? Well, what would make things more interesting and more fun to get around the city? Oh, how about you do construction on the subway and you just stop running subways and just do little <laughs> shuttle buses? <laughs> Not even. I didn't see one freaking shuttle bus. Nah, because it's the biggest jerk-off move they say. It's so silly. And so Saturday was just like a shit show to get around. Yeah, it was the worst. But, okay, let's should we just go into the Bitch Please sponsor? Yeah, let's do Bitch Please. And do you know... 
if I if I point here, is that correct? Oh, hands down. Okay, right? so this week's bitch please sponsorship. Bitch please, you want to sponsor this? Yeah, dog. I said bitch please. Goes to the police at World Pride. You want to? <laughs> well, okay. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I was going to say, maybe we are somewhat to blame for not actually reading about how long the duration of the Pride Parade was going to be this year, given that it was World Pride, right? Because well, usually, typically, the parade is two and a half hours. Yeah, and... This year, it was like five. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's be a little careful, not... Uh, to give out too much, I guess, of where we are. I don't know. We're, no, it's uh, fine. It doesn't matter. Either way, so... Um, can, can we just do the whole morning leading up to this instance? Can we just talk about... Go for it. The whole... This was Sunday morning? Yeah. So Sunday morning... We'll talk about the whole weekend with the visits from Pops Malin mm-hmm. and uh, parades and... Mm-hmm. We got sassed by uh, fire jugglers. There's oh, yeah. baseball brunches. Yeah, there's, this is a whole bitch fleas podcast. It is. <laughs> there, there's a whole lot to get into as I have a bunch of notes here. But Sunday morning, we woke. You know, it's hardcore when you get sassed by a man in a top hat on stilts. Yeah. Like, um, hello, I'm not questioning my life choices. Juggling fire. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know who touched. Mister, that deserves a chick flick. <laughs> that deserves a chick flick. That actually, that might get censored out. I better write that down. <laughs> well, yeah, chick flicks. Uh, we'll get into all that. But anyways, I feel like we have to keep backpedaling because Sunday morning we were really hungry, obviously for breakfast. Cause backpedal again. <laughs> I texted John because John's dad said he was not. He said John's dad was coming down for a legendary another. Malin Boys Weekend <laughs> Extravaganza and John t- took off work early on Friday and you went and got some beer but I was like hey John I'm walking home do you want me to go buy Loblaws to get some snacks or anything and you're like oh no we'll probably just go out to dinner right and so I was like okay as my mother's probably turning in her like chair at home because I don't have anything to feed people <laughs> in our house so literally we thought John's dad was coming over at like 9 p.m. Because usually he was working Friday and he had the drive from Ottawa to Toronto, which is like a four-hour drive. Yeah. He, like, teleported here. Yeah. <laughs> so. First of all, I was going to say, when do you ever listen to anything I have to say anyways? Well, when I'm walking in, like, 40-degree weather. I'm walking in that same weather. Yeah? So? Did you have a bottle of water when you were walking home in this 40-degree weather? No, because it would have been 46 if I had to hold it. It's so heavy. The temperature goes up when you... When have you... to hold things. Well, the thing is, when you're staying hydrated, I told you yesterday, this is what happens when you're outside for long periods of time in the sun when it's hot. You pass out in a Subway restaurant. Maybe this is why I'm, like, infatuated with Subway so much, because I passed out in the Subway, like, 15 It's all coming together. (laughs) I already told that story when I worked at Sobeys. Yeah. And I was a cart boy, and I was outside for four hours in, like, uh, uniform, black pants, tie, and, like, a butcher's coat. And I'm such a committed employee. <laughs> I think I still have heat stroke. That's why I can't tie. Pushing carts for four hours. And then I'm like, can I please go on my break now? And they're like, sure. So I went to Subway and I was so hot. I had heat stroke that I passed out and hit my head on a counter and smacked my head on the ground of a I Subway like restaurant. That. And I bled everywhere and had to get stitches in the back of my skull. I like that one bit. And I was back to work the very next day with about six stitches in the back of my skull. 
So that's why you gotta drink water because you don't want to be like I wasn't drinking water that day and I passed out in a subway when I was like sixteen. Or or it was the large radiation vest they made you wear to push carts. <laughs> One of those two things. One of those two things led to John passing out and now forever eating sodium subs in some place. Listen, you. I'm a, I might even pitch that after we're done this. To go, ah, your hands are so ah, hot. I know, and I'm dropping stuff. <laughs> My hands are hot. What am I beating your back for the first time? <laughs> your hands are so hot. They are hot. Don't touch me. <laughs> Listen, you you get the dick flick and punch me in the stomach, and I can't comforting put my no, hand on you to comfort don't put you. Put your hot fucking hands on me when our air conditioning isn't working. <laughs> so Why are you such either a damn way, fool? okay. So John's like, you don't have to buy snacks. That was like the longest detour. John's like, you don't have to buy snacks, and I'm like, okay. So straight up, we're just going out for dinner. So I go home, little, I sit down, I was so excited to watch one episode of Gilmore Girls, did not happen, I sit down, tell John my life story from work, little do I know, his phone rings, and he's, your dad's like, I'm in Toronto already, <laughs> and he's like, I'm coming over, and we're like, okay, so I was like, John, we have nothing in the house, like, we have some ketchup, one, <laughs> one onion, and like, all this beer, right? And so I was like, oh my God, what do we cook? What do we cook? And John's like, okay, I went and bought emergency Pillsbury croissant rolls like a week ago. And we had one canister thing left. So John's like, just put those in the oven. I'm like, who the fuck drinks beer with croissants? This is like the weirdest thing. Have you not met me before we started dating? Beer and like bread pastries were my go-to meal. Yeah, but I was like, yo, guy, you know these croissants are straight up our breakfast on weekends. Like when we're like, oh, we don't eat cereal or you don't want to make pancakes or there's like no fruit and stuff. Like these are emergency croissants. And you're like, no, just do it. Well, exactly. They were emergency croissants. Like, we had no food to, to serve for my pops. And you were hungry. I was hungry. Mm -hmm. Like, we needed something stat, pretty much. So, either way, we made these emergency croissants, which now, fast forward, is to why we have... Well, first of all... Sorry, not first of all. But can I just say, croissants and beer, were they not good? That was so fucked Did up. Did you not enjoy a croissant and a beer that night? That is so ridiculous. I really like my croissant and beer, so... Yeah, but you're like the whitest person ever. Yeah, have you met me? My hands are hot. Oh, take your hands off me. Why are your hands so hot? I don't know. Wait, or is it both of them? No, just this one. Just my left one? Yeah. I that guess. one's just clammy. <laughs> That's the hand I use to shake your dad's hand, so. Oh. And the left one is one that I had up all day, so. That, that probably got a beep. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, so we had no groceries, as said by our friggin' beer, croissant, onion debacle. So Sunday morning, we're also hungry because we have no croissants. Yeah. So we're like, let's go out for breakfast. And so the parade was starting at 1 o'clock. Um, and we were also combating the fact that it was supposed to thunder shower, I think, on Sunday as well. So we wanted yes. to go out before it actually... Before it started pouring, before the parade got like all out of control, etc. So we went out for breakfast. Parade hadn't started yet. Do you, would you like some more Ottawa Senators breaking news? Ugh, okay. Ottawa Senators have re-signed for three years for twelve million dollars. Milan McCulloch. No. You've heard it here first, folks. Why? Milan McCulloch has re-signed with your Ottawa Senators. Why? He was a free agent, so, so? I don't. Know. Uh, Man, re-sign me. 
Right? They could re You just want to play with Carlson. Oh, you just want to help, like, rub him down afterwards. <laughs> Check, please. Check, please. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so either way, we're like, okay, go out for breakfast. And then as opposed to running back to go to Loblaws, we were like, oh, let's run to Metro because it was closer to where we were at the time. Yeah. So let's just run to Metro. We ran. We had to run underground through the subway because Young Street was barricaded. Yeah, Young Street was barricaded. And, like, two years ago during, like, a Pride parade, I think I remember I was going, I wanted, like, something across the street from Young, and I was like, oh, I can't cross from where we live. And I was like, oh, you can just go under, like, the subway and come back up. So I was yeah. like, let's go do so that. So this is a win. Like, Metro is located underground anyway. Mm -hmm. So we run over. We do our shopping. We're pretty, like, happy, ready to go. And then we're like, okay, we clearly have to cross the tunnel again, go through the subway to get up on the other side of the street. So all of a sudden we're walking through the tunnel and basically right before you get to the entrance doors to the subway station, this huge crowd of people were there and there were only people siphoning through one door if there were four. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? But clearly people were getting through. So I was just like, this makes no sense. So I was like, fuck it, John, let's just go. And yeah. so I like just pushed my way up to the front of like door number four yeah right and then i tried to go through and then the cops just like what are you doing get back out there freaking yelled at by these cops well and you I, got yelled at but then you got sassy but then i got there. sassy because i was like what the hell is this and i was like listen i'm like i just want to cross the street i just need to go through these doors we came down this way he's like you can't go through these doors he's like it's a safety hazard Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you have to wait. And then all these other people behind us were, like, getting, like, super angry. One, because yeah. we butted. But I didn't know we were butting. Oh, uh, no. Everyone was butting. Like, it was, a, it was, it every, was man like every man for himself. Every man for himself. It felt like what could have been the potential for rioting. Like, it was oh, actually yeah. chaotic down there. And so I was just like, we came. He's like, you can't go that way anyway. It's closed. Yeah. And I was like, well, it can't be closed, dude. I just went through it to come down here. Yeah. And so he's like, it's a safety. We can only let people through some at a time. So that like, we're standing there. It was possibly only like 10 minutes we were down there, but it felt like 20. Did you mention we also had groceries with We them? also had like bags of groceries. So I felt bad for you because you were holding like two bags, one of milk, and one of, like, all this meat. And yeah. so I wanted, like, to be like, hey, cop, I'm like, fucking keep us down here. You're fucking paying for our groceries. Swine patrol. So then I was just like, well, how the hell do you want me to get home? When, did you Sorry, I did. I accidentally wrote. Give me that pen. I did it by accident. So, <laughs> so either way, John just wrote on me. I put, With uh, his fucking hot, hot hand pen. Ah! <laughs> Stop. Keep going. So then, either way, I was like, how do you expect me to get home? He's like, I don't care. I'm like, what? And I was like, so angry. Yeah. And he's like, you have to go somewhere else. I'm like, where the fuck do you want me to go if Young Street is closed, dude? Yeah, because right? then the cops are like, everyone move back, move. And this one was like, don't touch me. Yeah, I don't know. Touch. And everyone's like freaking out. And so either way, though, they were letting way more people through the exit door than letting people go through because they said it was a safety hazard in the subway. And I was like, you know what? This is where... Toronto Transit sucks, right, in comparison to, like, other ones. If we all had top-up cards, they had more than one actual concession person in a stand, we wouldn't be in these debacles, right? No. It's just, like, there's such a shitty system. New York wouldn't have this. They wouldn't be like, hey, that's the Macy's Day Parade. I'm yeah. going to shut down the subway. 
That's because you just want to be in New York. Holla. So either way, we were just like, fuck this, because they were like, push everyone back, everyone back, because they got like more cops. And so... So we went from this whole catastrophe downstairs, can't leave, can't move, to we somehow ended up in the Pride Parade. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> so we're literally like, ah! Stop. Behind the scenes, I'm tickling you. Stop. With your hot hand. Hot hands. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them hot hands. So then, either way, um, what you want to call it, we end up being like, fuck it, let's just go upstairs, and we're probably possibly going to have to walk to, like, Rosedale to come back down. Yeah, with all these bags of groceries. All these groceries, because they won't let us cross the street. No. We literally get back up onto college, and it is a friggin' zoo. John, you have to post a picture. Yeah, or I video. will do that for sure. Um, there are so many people, and it's weird because we knew there was going to be a lot of people. I just don't think I anticipated how many people... We're out in that one intersection and like building upwards. Insane. It was like, crazy. And so all of a sudden the streetcar comes and I was like uh, I, I was, yeah, the streetcar's coming. It's like it was about to go right through the huge crowd to get from one side to the other yeah. side we need to go. But we're like, how are they gonna get through with all these? And so I was just like, Oh, I'll ask the guy who sassed me again yeah because even i was at this point i'm like fuck it let's just pay three dollars just to literally go across the yeah. street i was like fuck this i'm not paying three dollars yeah right and so i asked the subway or a streetcar man i'm like excuse me i'm like is this going to church he's like where else would it go i'm like i don't know you fucking moron through like, a fucking parade yeah calm your tits buddy seriously and so he's all sassy mcsasserson and <laughs> Friggin, I was like, screw this. So we just jump on this up or the streetcar, literally to go one street one over. Yeah. But we're in the parade now. Like everyone's like cheering for yeah, the streetcar. Yeah, everyone's cheering for the streetcar. John car. and I are like waving and yeah, like. Yeah, I was like wave. Yeah, hi everyone. <laughs> and everybody's just going insane. So it was kind of like that was a cool moment, and it was probably the safest way to get across the street. It probably was. And then also added to the fact that it was probably emptier to go that way because then by the time we walked home, it was like everybody was on Young Street. At at the parade mm -hmm. so they weren't in the other side for sure so in its own way the stupid police parade people kind of did us a solid <laughs> i guess so but still a pretty good bitch please moment that is such a bitch please bitch please you want to sponsor this yeah dog i said bitch please p.s though if those cops were smart this is what pissed me off more they could have equally told everyone to just go upstairs and wait for the streetcar if they were looking across yeah. the street that was my bitch please moment had they done it there would have been no faux rioting there would have been no chaos downstairs look i was just trying to cross the damn street yo i know i can't just let a couple kids cross the street we ain't we got groceries for god's sake oh. i'm not trying to cause any trouble or anything exactly such bullshit. Such bullshit. So, okay, so that's a pretty good bitch please moment that it took about 22 minutes for us to do. To get to. Um, I don't even remember what we did last week during the weekday. Do you even remember? Uh, we had more rehearsals for Lillian's wedding. We had, what else did we do? What did we do? I don't even remember what the hell we did We last were busy week. though, because I don't feel like we were home. <laughs> No. How's the uh, rehearsal songs going? Rehearsal's going well. However, okay, so for those of you just tuning into this episode, the short end of the stick is Lillian's getting married in like two weeks on Saturday, which mm -hmm. is bananas. So we're actually taking off for London next Saturday. 
now that yeah. I think about Holy it. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> right? It's insane. Um, so either way, Lillian, lovely friend, dear friend of mine, asked me... Uh, Chris and some other friends to participate and actually play in her wedding. Yeah. So one of the songs that we're performing is Ave Maria. Another song is um, Book of Love by the Magnetic Zeros. And the last song is uh, Proclaimers. 500 Miles by the Proclaimers, but yeah. a slowed down version of that. And all these songs are going to be played in the church. And I feel comfortable about the Magnetic Zeros and the Proclaimers. But Ave Maria is a little bit tricky because I was trying to do a rock version of yeah. Ave Maria, which I feel more comfortable with. But Chris is a trained opera singer, and I had to stay faithful to Schubert for that one. And okay. I'm like, uh, I don't want to play this song. Did so, you just no. write on me again? <laughs> Here, I'll do it. <laughs> that so was then, an accident. either way, so we've been trying to practice every two weeks, and except this week. When Chris came over, he just ended up watching the baseball game with us for three and a half hours. Yeah. And then it was like 10.15, and I'm like, oh my god, we should, probably we should probably practice. And so there's nothing funnier than watching your friend opera sing really quietly, because we didn't want to get a noise complaint. Yeah, it was already like 10.30, and I'm like, well, if you guys are going to practice, just keep it down, yeah. just because it's getting late on a weekday. Yeah, so, so that was pretty funny. Um, Do, so, yeah. Would you like to hear a breaking tweet from number... I don't even remember what's Carlson's number. 65, who are you? Would you like to hear what J Eric Carlson has to say via Twitter about Jason Spezza? Good riddance. Eric Carlson says, and I quote, Sad to see one of my best friends leave. I wish him all the best. One of the best teammates I've ever had. Good luck, Spezza. Oh, such a gentleman. I'm going to retweet it. So, Carlson, I retweet you if you want to follow us on uh, the podcast. We'll be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> we would uh, love to have you. That's amazing. So, yeah, so there was that. And then I guess you want to talk about Pops Mallon come down to Toronto? You can start. Well, we already kind of talked about, like, Friday and the whole uh, eating food kind of debacle type of we thing. We went to Red's for dinner, which was super fun. Yeah, first he came down. We, we hung out here at Club mm -hmm. 605. Sure, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was yeah, it was a great time. He came and he actually brought down a couple gifts for me, and I'll post a couple pictures. So if you guys remember, I think it was a couple episodes ago when we were at uh, the party with Maddie, and there was it turned into a push-up competition. And the whole reason why it turned into a push-up competition is because Val's like, oh, John has his black belt in karate, and he can do knuckle push-ups and back of the wrist push-ups and all this kind of stuff. And people, whenever you, for whatever reason, when, when I tell them that I have my black belt in karate, they never seem to want to believe me. For whatever reason, I don't know what that is. And so, as a joke, this even like happened a few years ago at work where I told people about it. And they're like, you don't have your black belt in karate. So I got my dad to actually take a picture of my black belt in like a trophy and like a certificate that I have saying that I had it. So anyways, he came back down because he heard the last podcast we were talking about that. And he brought down not only a trophy I got for one of my tournaments I competed in, my actual black belt, and then the big giant frame certificate of me stating that I do, in fact, have a black belt in karate. So I will take a picture and post that on the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter page so you guys make sure you check all that out. So I thought that was pretty funny that he actually came and, and decided to give that to us. But it's fun. It's always nice. Just I think people get so comfortable relaxing in uh, the Club 605 studios and apartments because we just stood here stayed here for a couple hours and had a couple drinks and listened to music and just caught up and hung out and, and everything like that and 
from there, we decided to go out to dinner. So we thought, you know, because it's World Pride going on, we're in an area where it's like lots of Pride activities going on. We can't really drive anywhere. He couldn't drive and park in our parking garage because our street was blocked off. It's like, okay, let's go walk to one of our favorite new restaurants called Red's, which is a great place if you're in Toronto. It's on Young Street just south of College. And we went there and had a really good time. I'm trying to think. We uh, watched some of the baseball game that was going on. The Jays almost had a comeback. They didn't. I'll talk more about the Blue Jays in a couple moments. And it was just fun to, you know, eat some good food, catch up at the restaurant. I'm just talking about when we were at Red's. Mm -hmm. That was a good time. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened after that. Well, yeah, so we had dinner there, which was a lot of fun. And Mm -hmm. then we're like... Well, the night's still kind of young. I was like, Dad, or I think even Dad's like, well, should we, can we go check out Pride and just see, like, what but of what the party's like going on down there? Because I don't think, or he said, actually, because he used to live in Toronto as well, and he lived close to us. I think he said he remembered, like, the first Pride that actually mm-hmm. happened probably back in the 70s, I think. And he's like, it was just really small. I don't even know if it, it wasn't a parade. It was just, like, a march, I think, or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it's really cool when, like, your dad can tell us stories about the village back in the day, mm-hmm. just because it is such a different experience. It's such a different um, atmosphere because it wasn't as, like, obviously... Um, accepted? Accepted as it used to be, right? And so I think it's just, like, what we kind of take for granted or it's just second nature to us is still kind of, like, oh, very different from, like, your dad, who literally grew up in this area when it was still coming out, then moved to Ottawa, so it's not as prevalent mm. in where they are in Ottawa. And then to come back here, and it's just like everyone's like just like a okay, which is fantastic. Yeah. So. And obviously, there's issues still, but at least it's a, such an event that everyone could come together because it's like such a great vibe. Then that's what I love about the city. It's just like no issue at that point it's just like happy-go-lucky minus the subway it's just it was like a good weekend or if not week mm-hmm. so we went over to church street and we walked a bunch i think we walked from we walked the entire village we walked, we walked the like, whole entire village it was like carlton to like isabella and i we've we've been going to it for the last couple of years but i always like every year it just seems to get bigger and better yeah. and crazier this and is the first year actually i didn't stand in the parade to watch it no well that's because you're inside you're in the parade yeah exactly but usually like i've gone previously with like friends to like restaurants like booking mm. young street so we could like stay inside and like watch the parade as it goes yeah. by and stuff my favorite uh, t- uh, booth that they had up was the Lucky Charms Pride booth. Oh, And they're giving out Lucky Charms and stuff like that. But no, it was just, it's always fun just to see everyone, everyone comes out and mm-hmm. just to see everyone dressed up. I think this year I saw maybe only four completely naked guys, I think, mm-hmm. which isn't too, too bad. Com- I still have my uh, naked bike ride. Exactly. To hold me over, so I'm yeah. okay. But it's just fun to see Pops Mountain walking around, taking pictures, mm-hmm. taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, look at that person. Look at how f- much, cra- how fun this is and crazy. Yeah. And It's just such a great, like, such a, like, even to the point where I'm like, there's like laser beams and a dance party, like every 10 seconds, every which way but Sunday. And ass, ass, ass. And ass, ass, ass. The one thing that was like super intense was like, during the work week, and even though we stay up pretty late, was that, like, 
the electronica music like blaring outside our windows was just hilarious because it was also so hot and mm-hmm. the air wasn't working so we couldn't open our windows because it would be too loud yeah um but it was like so much fun because i always wanted to be like ah screw it let's just go outside and party yeah exactly because <laughs> like, that's always kind of crazy oh so, yeah and then we did that we came back here and we went on the balcony and had cigars and mm. drank a few more beers with pop's mound listened to some more tunage and that was like a fun... Did you just burp? Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to do a sound effect of it being like... Bruh. No! I don't do that. So that was Friday night. Yeah, we, we were uh, smoking and drinking mm-hmm. to the wee hours of Friday morning mm-hmm. and everything, which was fun. So it was a really good first day just mm-hmm. hanging out, Pop's Mallon. And then Saturday, we had another action-packed full day. Oh, yeah. Saturday. Again, it sucked. Like, we got, got my dad a parking pass, but he couldn't... Usually, he comes... Parks in here, and then we'll take the subway down to the baseball game and go around the city and subway around. Mm-hmm. But of course, again, there was no subway, so he couldn't. We couldn't even. He couldn't even no. come down from where he was staying the subway with us. So that kind of sucked. So he was nice enough to come pick us up in, in his car, and we went for brunch Saturday morning. We went mm-hmm. to the Thompson Diner, I which believe. Which was nice. Which was nice. Did you have a good breakfast there? I did. I think my only suggestion, Thompson Diner, if you're listening any staff members who work there, your St. Lawrence sandwich, I would have grilled it. You would have grilled it? Yeah. I think sometimes those little things make a difference. If yeah. the Kaiser was toasted. True, true. And they gave me Belgian waffles, which were good, but I didn't appreciate all the blueberries in them. But they said that in the menu. <laughs> I didn't read blueberries nowhere. <laughs> okay. So that was good. And then we had the baseball game that we went mm-hmm. to. So we walked there. Yeah. And we, this is like I think our fifth or sixth straight year of going to uh, Blue Jays baseball games. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've been to a losing game yet with mm-hmm. my dad. Like we've had some pretty good baseball games. There was one a few years ago mm-hmm. where we were playing the Yankees and Mariano Rivera, who's the closer for the Yankees, has the most saves ever. He's the most, the greatest closer ever. Barely blows any mm-hmm. saves, and he blew a save when we beat the Yankees in extra innings. Mm-hmm. Last year, we went to the longest Blue Jays game in the history of Blue Jays baseball, which was 16 innings in almost six hours, I believe. Okay. And then this year, you thought, like, oh, it can only get bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up losing the damn game. <laughs> but we had really good seats. The only shitty thing was we had Marcus Stroman mm-hmm. pitching for us, who was amazing. He gave up one hit and one walk through seven innings. Yeah. And then he gives up a hit and a walk with two outs and they pull him when all he needed was one out and he's pitching so well bring in stupid Dustin McGowan who's not stupid I actually like him but first pitch from Dustin McGowan guy hits a home run <laughs> stupid Chicago's in last place is now winning 3-2 <laughs> and we go on to lose the game 4-3 we almost Aww, came back but I'm like, like why wouldn't you leave Stroman in he was pitching so well that sucks. and he was two out he was one out away from getting out of the inning and then we give up the home run mm-hmm. Uh, but the game was a lot of fun. We had a couple drinks there. I had some za, mm-hmm. and now there's a picture. I don't know if I'm gonna post it or not. But the other thing you we always you have to post that picture. It's so funny, little buddy. The other thing we always do, obviously, is we always take a picture of us at the game. So I mean, we have a picture from every game we've been to, and you can see just how much older I get with time, and just how much better looking my dad gets with time, Aww. and and stuff. So this year. Because my pops always wears fedoras, and he looks very stylish. He's a very stylish guy. We almost very styling. Also, forgot to mention Friday night he wore the shirt that you got him for Christmas, mm-hmm. and he looks styling and profiling in Definite. it. And he said he gets comments on the shirt, so that's good. It's all about the attitude and the swag. Mm-hmm. So naturally, I also was wearing a fedora to the game too. Yes. You know, stunting like my daddy, <laughs> which is also a name of a rap song. So I don't call my dad my daddy. <laughs> 
That would be weird. <laughs> but we ask a guy to take a picture of us, and usually we get someone behind us to take a picture, so we're standing on the same level. Yeah. But this time we got the guy who was sitting in our section to take a picture. Yeah. So since we were both turned to the side, we couldn't fit on the steps together. Yeah. So I took one, I stood one step down, he stood one <laughs> step up. And I wasn't thinking of it at the time, but then the guy takes the picture, and it looks like I'm like a foot shorter than my dad. <laughs> And it looks like I'm, like, a little kid again. And it's like, oh, here's my big dad, my little son. Like, let me give him a noogie. Like, I look like I'm four feet tall. My dad's, like, six foot four. Yeah. But your body's also, like, half tucked behind. Yeah. Your so, dad, so you look even, like, just like this little scrawny, like, 12-year-old. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to post. I don't want people to think I'm just, like, this little tiny man. Oh, your dad's probably loving it. Yeah, I know. So when I saw the picture afterwards, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, so that was kind of crazy. Uh, so I'll, I'll post the picture mm-hmm. somewhere. Facebook.com slash live605 slash Camp on Twitter and on Instagram and Vine. I said that without taking a breath. <laughs> so the baseball game was good. Even though they lost, that sucked. We uh, luckily were able to park the car at my work, which is not too far from Rogers Center, which I'm not going to tell you where my exact work location is so you don't come creep me. Not that anyone would ever creep me. Don't say that. No, no, I'm just joking around. I'm just not Mm -hmm. saying stuff. And then we came to pick you up to go golfing. Mm -hmm. Well, my thing was, was I'm like, oh my God, it's so effing hot. And I just have to go back to the other side of the city and nothing's working. Yeah, what did you do while we were So I ended up walking back towards um, my old neighborhood in King West and Mm -hmm. like dicked around there. Went to Wagamama's. How was Wagamama's? I got a lemonade. Oh, Wagamama, that's the one. Wait, where's Wagamama? So, you know how we went back to Blue Jay's Way? I went back the other yeah, way. Yeah, because I was going to by your old house. Because, mm. like, wait a second, you went back. Okay. Mm, so I went to Wagamama's. Because when we were, I can't remember why I was in King West, but somewhere where we went before, I was like, oh, I miss this place. Right? So I went and got a lemonade and then walked back um, towards the Eden Center. Went to the Eden Center and to the bay over there just... Went and looked yeah. around for some sandals. Couldn't find anything. Went back out. Went, like, walking up university again. Yeah. To backtrack. Okay. And walked across uh, Grosner. Grosner. Right? And then came back home. So I was literally, like, out for, like, another, like, three hours. So I only got back to the house probably in the sixth inning. Uh, yeah. And it was a hot day out there. It was so hot. And, like... To the point where I'm like, oh my god, I had like a big glass of water when I got in, but I passed out like on the couch. I was like half watching the baseball game and like power 10 minute nap. And then like my allergies have been out of control. So I woke up and like my eyes were like all gross and closed shut. So I had to like go clean out my face essentially. And that's when you were like, hey, we're coming. I'm like, bah. Get ready. We're going back outside. Yeah, I was like, okay. So went to meet you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah, we went to go golfing at uh, Polson Pier. Mm-hmm. And so we went golfing with your dad last week to an actual mm-hmm. golf course. Mm-hmm. And then this week we went to the driving range. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did you do this week, you think? I think I did okay. I hit one ball straight, like 130. I think you hit a couple balls 130 mm-hmm. straight. You... The good thing about you, I always like to say, so if you're not hitting it 200 yards straight every time, mm-hmm. definitely focus on what you are doing right. And I will say this, what, uh, whenever you hit the ball, if it wasn't, if it wasn't uh, high in the air, it at least was straight. If it wasn't straight, it was high and far. So there's always 
So when so there was a lot of times you would hit high, straight, and far, mm-hmm. but sometimes you would hit it only straight. It wouldn't go far, but mm-hmm. it went straight, and that's what counts. Or, I like that. Or you hit it really high, but it went to the left. At least, so at least you got to focus on the good things that you do do right, because golf is a tough game. And like I said, I played for like five years, and yeah. like you were in your first year, you're hitting it further than I was. I just, I think I just grew into my body. So when I started playing <laughs> golf again like two years ago, I was like, oh look, I got like these big ripping muscles that I can fucking pound the ball. Fucking cross the half the place because I'm fucking a stud over here. Fuck. <laughs> so you Sometimes when John just says stuff now, I just stare at him to yeah. see how far he'll go and what his reaction will be. I like to see what your reaction is too. <laughs> so that was fun. I cranked, I socked a couple of golf dingers, which mm-hmm. was really good. Uh, Pops Mallon socked some dingers. Mm. Check our vines to see. We both took vines of this. Mm. And that was fun. So from there, we're just like, okay, we obviously have to keep staying outside. Yeah. Uh, so because we're at, um, what you want to call it, in Cherry Beach, essentially, down at, uh, what you want to call it, the Colson Pier. Colson Pier. Um, we went back all the way to go park the car, and then we wanted to walk along the waterfront. Mm. So we were, like, walking by, and then it was just like... I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like, Queen's Key is always under construction. It feels yeah. like it. I love Toronto to death, but sometimes... Obviously, I hate their transit system. As, like I said, I stopped taking the subway back when that guy sassed me, and I had to call him a bit. <laughs> I had to call him an asshole. Remember that day when oh, yeah. he's like, you can't... What do you want to transfer for, you jerk? Yeah. I was like, screw jerk. you. So I hate their, their transit, whatever, screw them. Mm-hmm. But also, that was a weird burp. <laughs> or puberty. Puberty. Oh, so I'm going to go work at Wimpy's Burgers <laughs> because I'm going through puberty. <laughs> and I have a, three hairs on my testicles. So when we... Uh, <laughs> dick flick. Give me a live dick flick. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> You gave me a live dick flick on air, <laughs> and I swear you keep missing dick and hit all ball, which is I the most know. sensitive part. I just, like, go widen up and do it. Jesus Christ, man. You always go, fuck my left ball, now I'm feeling the after effects. <laughs> I'm going to go down like a, ah, oh, that yeah, one's smart. I'm going to put a glass on it. No, but you know what I get to do for that one hot, no. clam, one hot clammy hand? Oh, so <laughs> Why are your hands so sweaty? I don't know. The world makes makes me nervous. <laughs> Apparently, you're in oh. your own fucking home. <laughs> That's true. I'm all tied or torn up about this Spezza trade. Mm-hmm. And I was just checking. There was a bunch of good free agents who the senators did not sign yet. So, you know <laughs> so who? Wait, I, is that good news? No, it's not good news. Oh, okay. There's all these guys I wish we signed. Yeah. You know who's a free agent who I hope the Sens do sign? Yeah. Big old Brian Boyle from the Rangers. No, I don't like him. But wouldn't you like him on our team? No. No? He's mean that one year. That's why you need him to be mean to other people. No. So I hate Toronto because they're always doing construction. It's the point I was trying to get at. But either way, so we were trying to find a restaurant on Queen's Key where there wasn't that much construction. There's a ton of people, like, just, like, dicking around the city as we were. So we are just trying to find a restaurant. So we ended up going to... I can't even remember what the place is called. I have called. no idea what it's called. Right? It was, like, something Martini, I think. Yeah. Um, On the waterfront. Martini? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the waterfront. And we ended up getting really nice... Um, table on the patio and it was great because even though Lake Ontario is really ugly and like dirty it didn't feel like we were in Toronto no it It felt felt like we were on on vacation vacation. which is what we said a couple times during the dinner Um, so that was like really nice and it was just like 
really good meal. And we were just like hanging out and shooting the shit with your dad, which is always fun. Um, but yeah, it just it didn't feel like Toronto. It felt like we were genuinely on vacation. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should take time to go do more things like that. Mm-hmm. Right? When we have time off as opposed to like eating at Red's and stuff like that. Like, or getting a pizza up here. You yeah. know, I like pizza up here. Like maybe we do take time and go sit on the water. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Made me laugh because do you remember the argument you got into with my pops <laughs> about phone numbers? I okay, you know a what? Good natured argument, this of is, course. This is such a dad thing because my dad does the same thing. So I never understand when parents, because I'm gonna say parents, because I feel there's moms out there that might do the same thing. Mm. When they're not, <laughs> that's uh, 43 minutes. We're gonna beep that out. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I feel like moms do the same thing. So. Uh, clearly we live in an age where, you know, everyone's digital, they have multiple passwords, multiple numbers kicking around. So as opposed to just clicking on your phone, and every phone has this, because I know on my old flip phones the same feature was there. So I'm not just calling out iPhones here. There is a feature that tells you what your phone number is, Mm -hmm. aka in your settings, when you click phone, it says my phone number. So your dad, my dad, and possibly all dads out there, tape their phone number to the back of their phone, Mm -hmm. right? Which I don't understand. It's so weird looking. And I'm like, it's already in your phone. It's one button press. Mm -hmm. But then your dad was like, no, Val, just let me keep it this way. This is one thing. I just do this. He taped it on the back of his phone. And he's like, look how quickly I can tell my number to somebody. Yeah. And I was like, but it looks ridiculous. It's in your phone. It'd be different if it wasn't in your phone. <laughs> it was quite funny to watch. And then I liked the other part was, I remember why I did this, but he brought like he had this little flip notepad. Yeah. And you're like, look, you look like Detective Dad right now with his fedora. <laughs> I don't understand. No, because he was like, oh, he said something about like he wanted to write down a note about something, and I was like, why are you writing notes in a pad? And then I was like, there's a notepad in your phone. And you're like, Val, don't bother. And I was like, I don't get so it though. You're not gonna win this one. And then I was, he's like, what's wrong with this? And I was like, you look like a detective. <laughs> so, Oh yeah, the other thing I was gonna say, this is what I like about my dad too, is he, he does a lot of the same stuff that you and I do. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we walk down the street, you mm-hmm. know, I'd be like, Oh, I can't wait to, to drive our new BMW down to Muskoka to take <laughs> our private boat over to our private <laughs> island. And we All were, true stories. Yeah, we're we're at dinner and then as people were walking by my dad's like, Oh my god, you look like that guy from the live at six oh he's like, Oh my god, you're the guy from the live at six oh five podcast on iTunes. I listened to that the other day, and it's the funniest podcast, live at six oh five. So he always does that same kind of thing that we do, which always makes me laugh. So shout out to him for doing doing that. that. It's amazing. Oh, I I don't know if I gave a shout out last week or if this happened on Monday. So me, my friend Rocky, Bobby, and Jamie were at work late. I think it was on Monday, and this is coming off like a week since the live stream. Yeah. And so I hadn't spoken to some of my friends yet about the live stream who I didn't know if they actually take part and listen or like download the episodes or whatever. And so we're on the subway, me, Bobby, and Jamie coming home, and Jamie's just like, 
He's like, hey, Val. He's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. Because I'm like, it doesn't say who tuned into the live stream. It just says, like, how, who's, how many people are viewing. Right. And so he was just like, hey, I um, actually tuned in to the podcast. And I was like, you did. And he's like, you and John are really awesome to watch. And then he's like, you guys have really good chemistry. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, I hope so after five years of dating. Because I think some people forget that we are a couple, it's, they could just think we're co-hosts or roommates. Or a couple knuckleheads. Yeah, and so he just, he thought it was really funny, so I thought it was cool that somebody who hasn't, I know previously hasn't listened to the podcast, yeah. literally tuned in for the live stream, and now he is listening to it, and Bobby said the same thing, that he caught a little bit of the live stream, and he's like, I'm as animated in real life as I was on that podcast, so he thought that that was pretty cool. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're going to Europe in almost in less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Next week might actually be our last episode of the season. Oh my god! It's gonna be episode ten next week. So I'm debating whether or not we should do another live stream. As Unless we can we not put them out in while we're uh, in Europe. It's gonna be tough because we'd have to edit them. We don't. Oh, okay. Like if we can record, because yeah, this is episode nine. Next week will be yeah. ten. We usually do twelve episode season unless we can record three episodes before we leave, mm-hmm. edit them. And then I can post them possibly from Europe. Mm-hmm. We can maybe do that, but be be ready, guys. Next week might be the finale, and then we would take maybe like three weeks off. And as soon as we get back, we'll we'll do stuff more episodes. Mm-hmm. Even if this is like a mid season break, maybe season five will be like thirty episodes or something. We'll just take a mid season break. Probably not. Nah. Though. That's because you want to get on the cover. No, but not even that. Because I love it when it's like season finale and it's like we're going to Europe yeah. and then it's like what happens in Europe the one thing I am going to miss this has been my favorite cover art so far because I like the suit and all mm-hmm. this so I'm like well you can still wear a suit oh I will I'm just trying to think what shirt to wear underneath it maybe oh. my green shirt and we're going to hopefully get you on the cover that as is well. true so maybe if next week is the finale it might be it might not be we'll figure that out if we have time to record a bunch but if it is maybe we'll do another live stream maybe possibly so keep it posted if you join, if you like us on Facebook, you'll definitely mm-hmm. know. I feel like next week is going to be chaos. I don't even know what next week is. The last week before we leave. If we leave next Saturday, we still have to, one, we need another suitcase because this will be the first trip in our relationship where we potentially need to bring two suitcases. Yeah. Although I'm still wondering if we can wedge everything into one. Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe we could. I don't know. I keep forgetting how close it's coming, so I'm like, I've done nothing. I have no euros or pounds. Yeah. I have nothing. We haven't. Like, I still want to get sandals for the wedding. Like, my curling iron broke yesterday, so I had to buy a new one. Just, like, my priorities are all out of whack. Yeah. You know what I was super proud of for myself? I was so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- oh, I know it makes me feel good sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, were you finishing the previous time? I don't know where this came from. <laughs> but, it, no, it's because, oh, we always, two things we always seem to be doing during podcasts is get getting or ordering food. Yeah. As, That's uh, we're always hungry. Natalie in Ottawa always says, she's like, I always like it when you guys are like, oh, food's here, we're going to end this podcast, <laughs> which has happened in at least 10 episodes where it's like, okay, the food came, we're going to go now. See, but now we're all off today. Yeah. Because I woke up, like, way earlier than you. That's true. So we're either always ordering food or doing laundry. Yeah. And I did laundry yesterday. And Ew, you brought back stranger <laughs> socks. Yeah, I'm like, are these your socks? You're like, no. no. I was like, oh, they're still better than women's shitty panties that I found Ew. once. Was so, that your story? No, I was going to say, I'm so <laughs> happy. This is what makes me happy these days, is laundry went pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any problems. Like, I didn't have to take anyone's clothes out. Mm-hmm. 
But I dislike it now because the shitty thing is because we are cranking the AC, our towels don't stay dry oh, as quickly. It's the worst. So right now I have two days. If I do laundry every like week and a half, two weeks, I only and I have two towels I use for showers. Mm-hmm. Only twice in two weeks are my towels completely dry. Because then after that, I mean they're still dry afterwards, but there's still hints of like water of like wetness. And so today, I got to have a completely fresh, clean, dried towel. Yeah, I might start hanging mine up in the, like, in the dining, the dining room, room just yeah. to keep it in the sun. So tomorrow, again, I'll have a nicely dried towel. But uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a dry towel, but it won't be as dry as it was on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm still not convinced the air conditioning works in the bedroom. I feel like it's fucking pumping in the bathroom and does not work in the bedroom. Well, something's definitely in the bedroom. That got a beep. <laughs> so, right. It might not be. <laughs> right, so. And uh, shout out to my dad who also likes all the beeps during the podcast. So <laughs> if you guys want to know what I said during these beeps, no, you don't. No, just just tweet me and I will no, uh, I will send you a, uh, a telegram. So <laughs> what else? It's nineteen fifty one. Yeah. So after dinner, we got sassed, and you want to say what happened with this whole sassing situation? Okay, this was ridiculous because, like, straight up, as I said earlier in the podcast, I feel like I've made great life decisions. I'm not wearing a top hat. No, you're dating this fucking piece of fine ass meat. I like how none of my life choices have to do with me. They're all my choices based on John. <laughs> That's because I'm king shit. So either way, we're walking back. Now back down Queen's Key to go to the car. And we're walking on like the poor man's boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And there's like crowds of people. And usually there's like different performers. There's like oh. the Harborfront Center uh, Amphitheater. Can I just say one other thing that made me laugh? Sure. So we were, we were on the water, as you said, eating dinner. And I love that Pride's going on. You see people dressed up. They, you know, they're. It's like the one time they were when you're just absolutely free to do or dress however you want without people like judging this Mm -hmm. or that. And I like that we were on the water, super far away from where all the Pride celebrations were going on. Mm -hmm. And as we're eating dinner, we just kept seeing people in like leather uh, straps and people being pulled by leather collars, (laughs) just like down by the waterfront. (laughs) It was different. Like complete bondage people with like being pulled. Like there you have. Uh, dog collars around them. I'm like, you go, person. <laughs> so sorry, I just I wanted to say it before I forgot. Um. So either way, so then we ended up walking back, and we're walking across the boardwalk past the amphitheater, and there is this like performer who's like kind of on like little guy stilts, I guess. Yeah, they were just like maybe they maybe gave him two extra feet. Two extra feet. He's in a top hat. He looks like a ringleader, I guess. There's like a big crowd of people, and we didn't see any of his performance, but we had to go past the crowd, yeah. um, slightly through the crowd to get to the other side. And so he just finished some performance, and he's like, Give me a chair, give me a chair. And like nobody's clapping, right? So I just started like. Yeah, you just kind of. And so basically, since you guys can't see this, Val's doing the equivalent to a golf clap, which is when you have. Your right hand, oh my god, look how much pen is on my hands. (laughs) It's where you take your one right hand, and then you take your left hand, and you just clap the bottom half of your hand. So like a polite little golf clap. Not a full-blown like, just like a nice little clap. Right? And having said that, I did not see any of his performance, so I don't know if I would have like full-on applauded, or I would have given like a good cordial golf clap. So either way, I walk by, and then he, he like fully sassed. 
must be. Yeah, he's like, oh, and thanks to the woman in front, just give me a little plate golf clap or something like that. And I, like I literally, that. like, turned around. I was like, what the shit? Right? Yeah. And then, as, like, I'm turning around to be, like, in stun that this man is calling me out, he, like, then proceeds to sass you and your dad. Yeah, and then me... Me and my dad walked by, and he's like, okay, guys, the uh, fedora convention's just down at the other end of the boardwalk. <laughs> I was like, you're wearing a top hat. It's so I was true. like, and then it's like, it was a long walk to get past him, too, so it's not like uh, you said this thing, and you're like, this we was in, a like, lot of We crap. were in, a, like, a pit of shame. So we were walking for, like, a little bit, just being like, yeah, yeah got a fedora on, just like my dad over here, and <laughs> keep on keeping on right now. I think the funniest thing was, though, when you got home, you are like, Val, my head hurts. I think I grew my fedora. Yeah, I think my skull grew too big, because <laughs> the fedora was quite tight on my head. I'm sorry. So I was also just reading on Twitter. It's not official, but remember when we had Alex Hemsky? Yeah. They're saying there's a chance that he might sign with Dallas to go play with Spectre over there. Yeah. Are you serious? Bullshit. That is such bullshit. Yeah, it's like, why couldn't they both just stay with Ottawa? I know. Jeez, anyways, okay. I might have to go back to liking the Red Wings more. Maybe. <laughs> right, yeah. So. Oh, they don't have Carlson, though. No, fine. Can't. I don't know. This day's already going to shit. <laughs> That's true. And who knows? Dallas could... Alfredson a free agent again. He might even re-sign. He could sign I with know. Dallas. And if I was Carlson and Alfie went to Dallas too, I would just leave. <laughs> like, I'm going to go to Dallas yeah. as well. I think I could make my Senator's logo into a star. <laughs> so from there, uh, we were talking a little bit uh, when we were with my dad during the day, just being like, I don't know how we got up, but talking about where, we, where I used to live in Toronto. Like, mm-hmm. born in Toronto, lived here from 85 to 91, moved to Ottawa, lived in Ottawa from 91 till whenever I moved down to Toronto for university. Mm-hmm. And I, you've always seen home videos of where we used to live in, in Toronto, and my dad's from Toronto and all this stuff. So my dad's like, well, how about after dinner, we go up and I take you to show you where we lived, where John's a baby. I can show you where I grew up in my parents' house. Yeah. I show you where my grandparents lived because it's all within, like, the same... Uh, like five minutes away driving distance. Right. So we ended up driving up all the way to Thornhill, <laughs> and we took you like took you to go see where we grew up. It took me down like memory lane as we're driving. We went past my grandparents' old house Aww. first, and I'm like, oh my god, there's a house where countless like family photos took place, where family parties and like I just yeah. remember all these like really great memories of me and my cousins and aunts and uncles hanging out there. So that was cool, and then we were driving from there. To go to my old house mm-hmm. on Cottonwood Court, and I f- completely forgot on the way there, we stopped at the stoplight. I'm like, that's where the Baskin Robbins used to be, we, where we would go to after our grandparents' Aww. house on the way home. And so we took you down to Cottonwood Court, and we were like driving slowly, and my dad's like, here's where this neighbor was, here's where that was. Yeah. And we took you to our old little house, little, yeah. little pink house on the corner. I loved it. It was Court. so sweet. I think it's also like my family, or at least. Um, for my whole life, I've only lived in one house at my parents that they currently have. Yeah. And so, for me, it's really interesting that you guys have so many. Like, my brothers have lived in other houses, but I've only had the one. And now that I've seen all the home videos, like you said, it's nice to actually see it in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was, like, really cool. And, I don't know, it was kind of sweet because I was like, oh, maybe if, like, some of your neighbors still live there, like, if we ended up, like, knocking on their doors or if they were outside, they'd be like, oh, my God, it's the Malin men, right? So that would have been sweet. Well, here's the thing. I hope our neighbors still don't live there because to our left was Nazis. In front of us were drug dealers, and down the street was a murder. Oh, no. But there was a nice black family to the other side of us, so. Um, speaking of murders. Yeah? Do you want to tell me the news you just told me? <laughs> 
Do you love those segues? Like, speaking that of murder. That was a good segue. Right? That was perfect. Yeah, so as you guys all know, Val has blossomed into a fantastic violinist. And so for two and a half months, it was, you were going up uh, and taking violin lessons at uh, your teacher's apartment. Mm-hmm. We won't say where it was, first, mainly because I forget where it is. <laughs> it's like west of Shepherd. West of Shepherd, yeah. So... We, so for every Monday for two and a half months, I would drive you West up. West of Young and Shepherd. West of Young and Shepherd, yeah. <laughs> I would drive you up there and you'd do your violin lessons in the evening time. Mm-hmm. I would go drop you off. I would watch you. She lived in an area where it kind of looked like uh, the projects. If you guys know the show The Wire, where it's just like all these like towers within each other. And it just looks like. It's not wasn't the nicest of areas, but it's also it also isn't the ghetto or anything like and that. And I thought it looked more like a prison camp. Yeah, it kind of looked like it could have been a prison camp. Yeah. So I remember when you told me where it was, and I just went to go Google Map how to drive there, and I'm like, oh, let me just Google the address. Mm-hmm. And I read something. I was like, oh, you probably really don't want to know what this news that I just read was. <laughs> so I was like, should I tell you? No, I'm not going to tell you why you're doing the violin lessons. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, you know what? Oh, your hot hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I was like, you know, I probably won't even tell you after you're done violin lessons. Mm -hmm. But then I don't remember what we were doing. It was you, me, and my dad. I think we were, I think we were drinking. Maybe I was drunk. I don't remember. (laughs) I think we were at Reds. Yeah. Maybe we were even on the balcony. No, it was the Sunday day. No, my dad was there. Oh, so it was the Saturday. I don't think we were at Reds. Okay. So I just remember we were talking about maybe we were talking about the murder on my street or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to tell you it because now it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. There was a couple shooting murder deaths in the building where you were doing your violin lesson. I was like, what? And this is me. Like, I still have to think about if I want to go back there now. Well, if you want, do you want to go back there now? Not with that bullet vest. No. no shiv. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, shiv. It's a shank. <laughs> Well, the good thing is, these happened a few years ago, and I mean... Yo, they might be out for a vengeance. That's true, looking for... Maybe it was because they kept hearing, like, violin music I know! There was, like, this legit day when I had my violin lesson, and I I think I told you guys over the weekend, where there was, like, so much domestic violence yelling, like, across the hall, and, like, to the point where it was so unsettling, I was like, should we not be calling 911 here? And it's like, my teacher would be like, kind of playing, and they'd be like, Fuck yeah! <laughs> right? And just like the guy like slamming the door. And then I was just like playing like sprint song. It's like, nur, nur, nur. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it was just so terrifying. I was like, oh my god, we're probably just propelling him into more anger. This sounds horrible. Let's just stop. So it's so crazy. I like that. Your violin sound effect reminded me of last night when we kept seeing a promo for the show <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> and. When we were in Ottawa for a hockey game back, I guess, in January or February, mm-hmm. we were watching The Bachelorette on demand. Yeah. I had never seen it before. It's so funny. You love The Bachelorette. Bachelorette's awesome. It's so hilarious. It's pretty good. I still can't believe she kicked off JJ. And she, I know. She kept fucking, what was his name, Dylan? Dylan. Till right behind the hometown. Who the like, fuck keeps Dylan? He has not spoken to her once. Even during, like, he's never one of the guys who has, like, a testimonial. No. Or whatever. Okay, here, let's do this predict. For anyone who listens to The Bachelorette or anything, 
Who do you think she's gonna pick? And then who do you think will be the next Bachelor? What's your prediction? We'll see if any, either of us get it right. I feel like she'll pick Nick. Nick, okay, the one who everyone hates because he, you can tell she's digging him the most. Yeah. Yeah, and who do you think will be the next Bachelor? Marcus. Marcus, okay. The guy who you're trying to be now. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I think, this is a tough one. I thought possibly Brian could have been the next Bachelor, the, the basketball coach, but he just got kicked off. Although he still didn't make it far enough, he could still possibly be the bachelor. But I think, yeah, I think she's gonna go with Nick as well as the guy she picks. Mm -hmm. There's no way in hell the the preview. I love the preview of like Chris the farmer. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, uh, she's like, what do you think? What would I do here? And yeah. he's like, oh, you could be a homemaker. Yeah. And like, she's like a district attorney or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she just looked like obviously it's a promo. It's cut to give that sense of suspense. But I just thought that was like the funniest statement. Yeah, I think it could be Marcus as well. But my prediction will be the farmer only because that he becomes the, the bachelor. Ba the bachelor, yeah. That's like Joe Millionaire. Because he's gonna make it to the top. He might get kicked off at hometowns. As long as you make it to hometowns, that's far enough. Mm -hmm. I think what's going to happen is she'll be like, I can't be a homemaker. Or he's like, I got to be a farmer here. I can't move to like uh, downtown Texas, whatever. Yeah. So what's happened is he's a good looking guy. He's got a great farm, whatever. He's going to find, he's going to become the next bachelor because he's going to find people who are going to want to live on the farm with them. He's going to be like, I'm a country boy or something. What about Marcus? Well, he could be chosen too because he's fucking good looking. Yeah. But and he's like really sweet. But, I, yeah, I will say this. I predicted that Andy would be the next Bachelorette. I predicted that Juan Pablo would be the next Bachelor. And I predicted that the last chick, uh, Desiree, was going to be the next Bachelorette. So I'm three for three. I actually have no idea who Desiree is. I only started watching yeah. The Bachelorette in January at that hockey game with you. Yeah. Um, Juan Pablo was on Desiree's season. Oh, okay. And then that's how he got picked. Gotcha. And then Andy was on Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo's. Gotcha. But yes, going back to watching The Bachelor in January, we kept seeing the exact same promo for Resurrection. Because well, we were watching it on demand. Yeah, and so it just made us laugh because we kept seeing it. And it'd be like this kid being like, uh, <laughs> he'd be like, what's red and green and, and fast all over? And dad, <laughs> the old guy would be like, frog in a blender. <laughs> and then, Daddy! <laughs> Daddy! And then it would be like, pause. Long pause. Jacob. Jacob. So here, let's reenact it. So, okay, go. Uh, uh, you have to, you be the kid. Okay. What's red and green in a blender? <laughs> no, you screwed up like yes. Oops. What'd you say? What's red and green? What's red and green? Say it like the kid. Oh yeah. What's What's red and green? Frog in a blender. Daddy. Pause. Pause. Jacob. <laughs> And I think the weirdest thing is, how is that show still on if I don't we're know. into a whole new season of The Bachelor? If we saw another promo for it yesterday. I'm like, it's a new season of The Bachelor, the show's still on. <laughs> right? So. That's a little fucked up. <laughs> um, you know what the funny part is? So you don't get this reference because you told Brandon, and I was like, oh, this might be a clincher, John. What? You haven't seen the movie La Bamba. No. And so the sound effect that's in the Resurrection promo. Um, there's this awesome scene in La Bamba, so like Lou Diamond Phillips and the brother, Babo, is okay. so funny. So there's this scene where, um, do you know the song, uh, it's like, 
can't say oh my god it's so good i'll play it for you later okay but um there's a scene where uh when lou diamond phillips dies right then the brother's like in the backyard and he's like Richie, right? And then okay. before the song starts, it goes. Dee, dee, dee. <laughs> That's so weird. So, okay, when you see Brandon, be like, "Yo, I just watched La Baba." He'll start laughing, and then he'll go, "Richie." Dee, dee, dee. <laughs> so, that movie's so good. Have you not seen it? I don't know. Why I, do you choose bad choices? Why do I choose bad choices? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm too busy watching, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> what? What's that movie with J-Lo or she, Selena? Oh, I love Selena. Selena. Selena, Quint- Selena. Selena, Quintantia. Oh, Selena, come suck on my nut, girl. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god, that one hurt so much. That one sounded oh like god. your butt. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Just give me a second. Where are you going? Oh, you can tell I'm what sorry. you just did. Oh. John's been saying so many dick flick worthy things that that would... That one had it coming, so I feel, oh my god, are you okay? Oh, He's like tearing up. So I just flicked it, oh, and it made a sound effect. Okay, <laughs> I don't think we should do any more dick flicks, because you struck my nuts so, with like the fury of ten gods. And now it feels like they it's were put so into a blender. Funny. Oh. You have to hashtag dick flick. I'm going to hashtag dick flick. <laughs> ah, that hurt. That really smarts. Was, is there anything else from the week you want to talk about or? Um, we did another practice for rehearsals two days ago. Yeah. I guess. True to form, people love hanging over here, which is fun. We watch Roller Coaster Wars in <laughs> America's best, best water parks. Um, what else is happening this week? What's on tap this week? Well, we are going to go babysit. Benjamin for Canada Day today, and then we have the Fits in the Tantrums concert on Sunday. Sunday, that'll be fun. Um, I'm gonna see our friend Dre on Friday. She's coming downtown to hang with me and Miranda for dinner. Ooh, I'll be getting Cali sandwiches. No, I can get it twice. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll have lots to talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you want, I had I put it out on Twitter yesterday. If people had any fan questions they wanted to ask, it's like 10 questions of Valid John. Maybe mm. we'll do like a m- much more next week. Mm-hmm. But I have a couple if you want If you want maybe to read one or two, then we'll sure. end this thing. So the not in a hat, what I'll do is I'll just put you my... Just read them. I'll just read them, but you tell me when to stop and we'll just pick one. Stop. Okay, this one is from Ashley in BC. Mm-hmm. And she says, your podcast seems to get more popular each week. How would you guys handle fame? <laughs> It's you int- would not handle it well. well I was going to say, it's interesting. Have, have you seen what's been happening to like Shia LaBeouf this week? Yeah, he got arrested. Got arrested for like fighting people in a bar. Like mm-hmm. two straight days, I think he got arrested for fighting so people. What happens in- with plagiarism that drives yeah. you over the edge. Exactly. So let's just say we, yeah, we became podcast famous. Let's just that say- would be such a good high school mandate for plagiarism. What's that? Like don't plagiarize, you'll end up like Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Right? Then some people would be like, oh, a millionaire starring in Michael Bay movies. Now he just, just got arrested. And he's no longer in Michael Bay movies. That's true. He's in, although he's in a new movie with Brad Pitt. Oh. So. I guess. But no, that is true. It'd be better like, oh, don't end up like, um, don't end up like River Phoenix. Yeah. Aww. 
No, too soon. Too soon. The guy died in the 90s from a heroin overdose. So how would you handle fame? Let's just say we became famous to the point where mm-hmm. walking down the street, you're getting stopped for pictures all the time. Um, I don't know. To me, I always wanted to do a lot. And I like doing stuff like this. I think it's really cathartic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me... I wouldn't care. I understand. Like, clearly, we watch shows like The Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's an element of fame that you have to do the things like take the pe- pictures and sign autographs and be out in public. I think for me, I would just want to keep our life, even though it sounds weird we're doing a podcast, so our yeah. life is basically out for everyone to hear. Um, there's still parts of our life I would want to keep private. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think I would handle it okay. I think I would handle it how I handle everything else. Yeah, I think... In doses. Yeah. Having, like, sign autographs with that stuff wouldn't be so bad. I think it's just when you see all the paparazzi sometimes. Like, I would never be able to be, like, Kardashian famous or George Clooney famous or Lindsay Lohan famous where it's just, like, everywhere you go, it's just, like, hundreds of paparazzi people. I would rather be... I wouldn't mind being, like, yeah, like, Kyle Turris famous where you're just kind of famous and, like, people kind of... Saw, he's a player for the Ottawa Senators mm-hmm. where it's not, like... Like, if he, outside of Ottawa, no one's going to really know who he Aww. is. Like, he's not going to L.A. and people are going to, like, mm-hmm. stop him on the street. But it'd be, mm-hmm. yeah, fun taking pictures of this or that. But mm-hmm. I don't think if I was, like, Kim Kardashian famous, mm-hmm. I probably would get Rob Kardashian fat. <laughs> Come on. You want to do one more? Yeah. Okay, so tell me when to stop. Stop. Ooh, okay, this is from George in San Diego. Hello, George in San Diego. Mm-hmm. He says, have you ever had a secret admirer? Me? Yeah, either of us. Uh, me, right? <laughs> you were talking right to me. Um, I did, but then I ended up dating said person. Who was it? What uh, What you gonna call it? It was actually really funny. So this guy who I was friends with at Omni, um, I was as you are, and I think the office just makes relationships happen, um, this guy ended up stealing my off my desk, which became your desk. Nice. <laughs> um, my desk, my mug I usually used to drink tea and coffee in, and I was like, who the fuck stole my mug, right? And I literally put out a want ad for Did it you? for, like, three departments I worked in um, over, like, on the email server, and I was just like, where the hell is my mug? And then he would come down, and he'd be like, oh, my God, Val. He's just like, um, I don't know. He just wanted to, like, hang out downstairs with me, so it was just weird. So he's like, I'll help you find it. And then I was like, okay. And I didn't really speak to this person that much, so it was kind of bizarre. And so, like, two days later... Um, I guess he found out that I liked The Office a lot, mm-hmm. and so he literally put my mug in Jello, Jello. Nice. which is what um, which, what happened with uh, Jim's stuff in yeah. Dwight's drawer. His like stapler was in Jello. Yeah. Uh, so I just started laughing, but then I was really like, "Where the fuck's my <laughs> mug? My mug has Jello on yeah. it." Um, so that was crazy. And then yeah, so then but we didn't start dating from that point on. Like so he would just like write me, like, letters, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. I guess equally you're kind of, like, a secret admirer. You would buy me lyric books. Lyric books, except it's not much of a secret admirer. I'm like, hey, will you go out with me tonight? No? Okay, I'm going to ask you again tomorrow. Hey, will you go out with me tonight? No? Okay. Three months later, hey, you going out with me tonight? <laughs> I think it was also, hey, do you like me? No, I don't. Okay. I'm oh. going to go cry now and slip my own Oh, eyes. okay. <laughs> Two minutes go by. I pick up the phone. You know what? I do like you very much with all my heart. 
I had a well, shut up. Right? <laughs> I had ah, right? one other ah, right? one other person um, who liked me, but I think it wasn't like a secret admirer. It was just somebody who was just like, "Hey, you're a cool chick." Blah, blah, blah. Lamar me. Burden. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Lamar Vert, the guy from Reading Rainbow. Oh, like from Star Trek? Yeah, I don't know. That isn't that how he sounds. Hey, my name's Benjamin. No. I'm learning to talk. No. Oh. Right? I, I... What about you? I only had one secret in my area, but it was kind of a waste because I was so... I was in grade eight in mm-hmm. Wedge, and there was this grade seven chick who liked me. Oh. And all these girls from grade seven were like, hey, our friend likes you. and But she was like hiding around the corner. But you know like when you're in grade eight and the person's in grade seven, it's like, that's too young. Yeah. And the other problem was she had kind of, the more I think about it, she had meth face, where she looked like she would probably be a meth head later oh, on. No. Like, like she had one of those faces that were just kind of like all squishy and tight. You know what she looks like now? No, I, I don't even remember what her name was. I just remember in grade seven, she they're like, she wants to go to the dance with you. Oh. And I was like, uh. So superficial. So superficial. Even as like a 13 year old little boy with. Nothing going on for There's it. that Aryan swag. Yeah. Didn't want a meth swag. face. No. <laughs> I don't know what meth is, but I know your face has it. <laughs> so I think that that does it for this week of Live at 6.05. Mm-hmm. We are going to do at least one more episode, possibly two more if we have the time. But thank you guys for tuning in this week. And uh, do you have a band of the week this week? Uh, no, but I have a song of the week. Oh, I wasn't prepared for this. No, okay, you go. I'll do my song next. Let's save yours for the possible season finale. Only because mine's themed for this episode. I was just trying to, like... I hate when you ask me empty questions. Like, literally before we record, he's like, Yo, Val. I don't know why he sounds like this. We're in the kitchen. Yo, Val, I'm going to speak for the first time. You you don't get to come out today, then. Well, good luck trying to drive there without the zip card. I don't need it. So, the band of the week this week. <laughs> no, tell my story. So, literally, like, we're in the kitchen. John's like, yo, Val, uh, so uh, I got the band of the week. Said, said, says to said statement, right, that references what song of the week it is. He starts laughing because he thinks it's hilariously funny and then has the fucking gall <laughs> to ask me right now, one hour later, hey, Val, do you have a band of the week? Like, I'm fucking, like, insane and forgot what happened an hour ago. First of all, even though you're the co-host, we're equals. When you become no, we're not. You come. You're, you're, you're clearly the bigger of the get of the podcast. <laughs> you're the get. I'm just the guy. The get and the guy. Now I was gonna say, if you're a co-host, when you start somewhere new, you get initiated. That's just me initiating you. Yeah. Being like, whoa, what's your band of the week? Jinx. I mean, no, I have it. <laughs> You save it for next week. Fine. I'm excited. You get the almighty possible season finale band of the week. Ooh. So this week's band of the week. Yep. Can I just do one more thing before we close? Sure. So last week on the podcast, we talked about the interview and how... Yes. Oh, um, yes, yes. What you going to call it? How I thought it was like propaganda, like almost like propaganda warfare. Talk about what, what interview you're talking about. Oh, okay. So the interview was a trailer we saw with Seth Rogen and James Franco, and it's basically like two media execs, execs like producers or something, and host, and host go to uh, North Korea 
to basically... They're supposed to... They get an interview with Kim Jong-un, mm-hmm. and they're going to go over there to interview him, and then the FBI or whatever is like, no, you have to go assassinate him, him for us. Yeah, and so... We see that trailer, and I'm, like, immediately uncomfortable with it. Like, I was like, this is, like, weird. This man is not dead. I know we're in, like, diplomatic immunity with Korea, but it's just like, okay, this feels slightly like propaganda warfare. Like, we wouldn't make a movie about killing Bin Laden if Bin Laden wasn't dead, right? And so, and like, we wouldn't put that out there. That's just weird. I, I think that is on par in a less commercial way than what they used to do when they would make, like, um, Hitler would make German yeah. propaganda films. For like, sure. I think it's the same thing. So we said that to my brother. Carl's like, oh, no, it's not. Don't worry, it's fine. Y- you were even like, oh, no, it's not a big deal. No, I just said, I was like, no, I, I said it's weird, but wouldn't this, give, wouldn't this make North Korea, they're crazy enough, or yeah. Kim Jong-un's a crazy guy, mm-hmm. wouldn't that give them an excuse to come bomb or attack or yeah. something on the States? I mean, they're making a mockery of him and his country, mainly him, who's this ruthless dictator yeah. who people of North Korea can't, aren't allowed to mm-hmm. watch TV, go on the internet, leave the country, all this stuff. So then, literally, you end up, we go to work, like, the next day, you read an article on Complex. Basically, Kim Jong-un saw the trailer, and he said this is a act of war of the states on North Korea. I think that's what he said. Yeah. Or he's using this, this is a decl- declaration of an act of war mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that's probably not very good there you go like I don't know if there's any more um what you call it like I have to research if there's anything more come out of that mm-hmm. but I just thought that that was very telling like was there any red flags when this movie was actually getting commissioned that there this would be a yeah. trigger and look I love Seth Rogen I love uh, uh James Frank I think they make great movies I love this is the end mm-hmm. Pineapple Express, but I'm like, really? Do you have to make a movie about killing this guy who's alive? I'm like, it just seemed like a stupid plot. Like, I I wouldn't even want to see it. I don't want to see it at all. No. I'm like, what are you doing this for? Like, just go back and make funny stoner comedies or something. So, So yeah, that was just my only injection because I felt like I was correct. And you definitely were. So, without further ado, this week's band of the week is Lil Wayne and Birdman. Mm -hmm. And Lil Wayne, everyone obviously knows him rapper, actor, all this stuff. Birdman is a guy who like created Young Money, uh, the record label and everything. And he's like this billionaire guy and he, uh, him and Lil Wayne did an album together called Like Father Like Son. <laughs> so since we had Pop Smell on down, Like Father Like Son, I thought it'd be good to post one of their songs that they did together called Stunt Like My Daddy. <laughs> So, I like how excited you are telling the story. His smile is getting bigger and bigger. So I think the phrase stunt like my daddy is hilarious. <laughs> and I was going to post a picture of me and my dad standing up at the Jays game until I realized I looked like a four-foot <laughs> hobbit. And I was going to put the hashtag stunt like my daddy in honor of Little Wayne Birdman. It would be so funny. Yeah, I, I probably will. But I just actually like this song. Birdman's the worst rapper ever. But it's a good beat and it's funny and it's in honor of Hops Mountain's trip to Toronto. We're gonna see him again soon, hopefully in a couple months back down to Toronto. Mm-hmm. But the song of the but the song of the week by the band of the week is Stunting Like My Daddy by Lil Wayne and Birdman. So let's give it a listen. Always get in contact with us, Facebook.com slash Cyber605. Follow us on Twitter. You're at Val Gomez23 on Twitter, Instagram, and Vine. I'm at Malincamp on Twitter, Instagram, and Vine. Live at 605.potomatic.com. Hit the PayPal button like our friend Kenny in Boston helped donate. And uh, that's all I got. You look like you're ready to go watch some baseball and go babysit Ben. Yeah. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Peace. Peace.